marked on the walls uh, of the house uh, with ingrained streaks, greenish or reddish, uh, which appear to be uh, deep in the wall. Then the priest shall go out of the house, the door of the house, and uh, shut the house up seven days. Uh, so they, the priest would have to go in, and if they saw this, then they would shut it up. Verse 39, and the priest shall uh, come again on the seventh day. And look, and indeed, if the, pla uh, the plague has spread on the walls of the house, then the priest shall command that they uh, take away the stones in which uh, is the plague. Then, uh, and they shall cast them in, uh, sorry, cast them into an unclean place outside the city. So there's, they don't even want them in the house. So they take out the stones and throw them out, throw them away. Uh, verse forty-one. And he shall cause the house to be scraped inside all around, and the dust that they scrape off, uh, they shall pour into an unclean place outside the city. There's no, there's not to be anything resembling this. Uh, what would be even sin inside the house? Right? We're looking at the picture of that. Then they shall take uh, other stones and put them in the place of those stones. Uh, and he shall take another mortar, uh, take other mortar and plaster. Uh, the house. So masonry, good to know a mason at that time, right? Uh, now, if the plague comes back and breaks out in the house after he has taken away the stones, after he has scraped the house, after it has it is plastered, then the priest shall come and look. And indeed, if the plague has spread in the house, it is an active leprosy in the house, it is unclean. And he uh, shall break down the house, its stones, its timber, all its plaster in the house, and he shall uh, carry them outside the city to an unclean place. That's a good time to know a builder and a mason because you got to do everything back again. But notice everything's taken outside the place to an out unclean place. There's no room for sin to remain in the home. Okay, right? Uh, verse 46, moreover, uh, uh, he who goes into the house at all while it is shut up, uh, shall be unclean until evening, and he who lies down in the house shall wash his clothes, and he who eats in the house shall wash his clothes. But if the priest comes in and examines it, and indeed the plague is not spread in the house after the house has plastered, then the priest shall pronounce the house clean be, uh, because the plague is healed, and he shall take uh, to cleanse the house two birds, cedar wood, uh, scarlet, and hyssop. Then he shall kill one of the birds in an earthen vessel, over running water, and he shall take, uh, and he shall take the cedar wood, the hyssop, and the scarlet, and the living bird, and dip them in the blood of the slain bird, uh, in in the running water of the bird, uh, uh, and the running water of the living bird, and uh, with the cedar wood, the hyssop, and the scarlet, and uh, then he shall let the living bird loose outside the city, uh, uh, in the open field, and make atonement for the house, and it shall be clean. So. Uh, the sin wouldn't be uh, in their lives or their house anymore after careful examination. That picture, right, being cleansed by blood of another and set free, right, in the birds again. We see that. Verse 54, then uh, this is the law uh, for any leprous sore uh, and scale, for the leprosy uh, of the garment and of a house, for a uh, swelling and a scab, for a bright spot, to teach when it is unclean and when it is clean. This is a law of leprosy. Guys, I lied to you. We're going to knock out 15. I'm just going to read it, okay? Right, so we saw that process. I really want to start chapter 16 fresh next week. This is a gross chapter, so we're just going to read it, and we're just going to read it, okay? I don't. There isn't much commentary needed, okay? We're going to say that. And the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying, Speak to the children of Israel and say to them, When any man has a discharge from his body, he 
uh, his discharge is unclean. Uh, okay, we don't need to argue that, right? And uh, this shall uh, be uh, his uncleanness in regard to his discharge, whether uh, his body runs with his discharge or his body is stopped up by his discharge. Uh, it is his uncleanness. Uh, every bed is unclean on which uh, he who has a discharge lies, and everything on which uh, he sits shall be unclean. And whoever touches his bed shall wash his clothes and, clothes and bathe in water. It and be unclean until evening. He who sits on anything on which he who has a discharge uh, sat shall be shall wash his clothes and bathe in water and be unclean until evening. No problem, right? Uh, and uh, he who touches the body of him who has the discharge shall wash his clothes and bathe in water and be unclean until evening. I don't think any of us are going to argue that, right? Um, I, there, if you're a germaphobe, uh, you're probably going to be trying to find the, the uh, you know, uh, hand sanitizer and taking a bath and burning your clothes or whatever, right? Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's just one of those things. Verse 8, if he has the discharge, uh, sorry, if he who has a discharge spits on him who is uh, clean, okay, uh, then he shall wash his clothes and bathe in water and be unclean until evening. Uh, for some reason, the guy wants to spit on him, then, uh, uh, then they're going to deal with Consider people might be not in their right mind when they're dealing with uh, something that uh, a sickness that they're having these things. So uh, it, it, it's said here, so it probably happened, right? Uh, any saddle on which he sits, uh, on which he who has a discharge ride, shall be unclean. Whatever touches, however touches anything that was under him, uh, shall be unclean until evening. He who carries away any of those uh, things shall wash his clothes and bathe. In water and shall be unclean until evening. Remember, ceremonial unclean. Uh, and whatever and and whomever uh, the one who has a discharge touches uh, and has not rinsed his hands in water, he shall wash his clothes and bathe his hand and be unclean until evening. None of us are going to argue any of that, right? Uh, the vessel of earth uh, that he who has uh, the discharge touches shall be broken and every vessel of wood shall be rinsed with water. So either broken, if it's clay, uh, if it's uh, wood, it needs to be washed. We talked about that last week too. And when he who has a discharge is cleansed of his discharge, then he shall count for himself seven days for his cleansing, wash his clothes and bathe his body in running water and he shall be clean. On the eighth day, he shall take for himself two turtle doves or two young pigeons and come before the Lord to the door of the tabernacle of meeting to give them to the priest. Then the priest shall offer them uh, the one for a sin offering and the other for a burnt offering. Uh, the priest shall make atonement for him before the Lord because of his discharge. If any man has an emission of semen, uh, then he shall wash his, uh, his body in water and he shall be clean until evening. And any garment, and any uh, leather on which there is semen, it is uh, it shall be washed with water and shall be unclean until evening. Also, uh, when a woman lies with a man and there is an emission of semen, then uh, they shall bathe in water and be unclean until evening. You guys understand why I didn't want to start next week before getting into the way the okay. Uh, verse nineteen: If a woman has a discharge uh, and the woman uh, and the discharge from her body is blood, then she shall be set apart seven days, and whoever touches her shall be unclean until evening. And uh, everything he, she touches, uh, sorry, everything she lies on during her impurity shall be unclean. Also, uh, anything that she sits on shall be unclean. Whoever touches 
her bed shall wash his clothes and bathe in water and be unclean until evening. And whoever touches anything that she has sat on shall wash his clothes and uh, bathe in water uh, and shall be unclean until evening. If anything uh, is on her bed uh, or on anything on which she sits, uh, when he touches it, it shall be uh, he shall be unclean until evening. And uh, if any man lies with her at all, so uh, that the, her impurity is on him, he shall be unclean seven days, uh, and every bed on which he lies shall be unclean. Uh, bodily fluids, unclean. I don't think any of us are, are, are going to... Uh, this is disease control that's happening here. He's teaching them not to be grubs, okay? Uh, to be clean. Uh, there, there's an importance uh, to cleanliness uh, within our lives. Verse 25, if a woman has a discharge of blood many days other than uh, that of the time that at the time of her customary impurity, or if it runs beyond her usual time of impurity, all the days of her unclean discharge shall be as the days of her customary impurity. She shall be unclean. Remember the woman with the flow of blood for many years, 12 years. Right. And as uh, she had gone through all the pain and all the uh, her money, she had nothing left. Jesus is walking by. She's like, you know, commando slithering in, reaches out, just wants to touch the hem of Jesus garment. He feels uh, the power uh, of, uh, of healing come from him. Not that the Lord didn't know about it, but there's there's the uh, it's there so we can understand it. Right. Uh, so we can know it. And, and the Lord knows faith just touched him. Right. That that would describe her that for as long as this was happening with her and everything she had been through, uh, she had no hope outside of Jesus. Uh, and we see that happening uh, in her life and the Lord cleanse her. Every bed on which 26 she lies in the, uh, all the days of her discharge shall um, be to her as the bed of her impurity. And whatever she sits on shall be unclean and the uncleanness of her impurity. Uh, whoever touches those things shall be unclean. He shall wash his clothes and bathe in water and shall be unclean until evening. But if she is cleansed of her discharge, then she shall count for herself seven days and after she shall be clean. On the eighth day, uh, she shall take for herself two turtle doves or uh, two young pigeons and bring them to the priest uh, to the door of the tabernacle of meeting. Then the priest shall offer uh, the one as a sin offering and the other as a burnt offering, and the priest shall make atonement for her before uh, the Lord for the discharge of her uncleanness. Thus you shall separate the children of Israel. Here's the, the culmination of it all, right? It's coming here. Uh, verse 31. Then you, Thus you shall separate the children of Israel from their uncleanness, lest they die in their uncleanness when they defile my tabernacle uh, that is among them. This is the law. For one who has a discharge and for him who emits semen and is uh, unclean thereby. And for he, uh, for her who is disposed, uh, indisposed because of her customary impurity. And for one who has a discharge, either male, uh, either man or woman. And uh, for him who lies with her who is unclean. We made it. We made it. Let's pray. God, we thank you for uh, for teaching us. Lord, we thank you that we don't have to worry about these things. Let us be clean in our lives. But when we can notice, Lord, in here the picture of sin, of leprosy that would be under the skin, that might be uh, secret, that might not be that obvious, let us not cling to secret sin. Let us not uh, try to try to hold things back, Lord, but to confess them to you. We know, Lord, the cleansing we have in you. And we know the newness of life that we have in you, that we have a new spirit within us, your spirit. We thank you for these things and praise you. In Jesus' name, amen.